This is the Wally Show podcast with Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. You can always find us at wayfm.com slash Wally or stream us live every weekday morning through the WayFM app. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting WayFM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty. Despite being part of the Commonwealth of Nations, Australia seems to be taking big steps in separating themselves from the British monarchy now that Queen Elizabeth has passed. Mm. For decades, the Queen has always been depicted on Australia's $5 note, but after consulting with the nation's center-left Labour Party government, they decided on not reissuing the note with the Queen's son, King Charles, who is now in charge but instead with an indigenous design, which is set to represent, quote, the culture and history of the first Australians. Interesting. And the locals seem to be in support of the decision. This is Australia. Let's have some indigenous culture on our note and let's showcase who we really are. It's not about the Commonwealth anymore. I think that's excellent. We're in Australia. We need to be a republic. We've got nothing to do with the monarchy. We've got nothing to do with that family. And- yeah, we hate that family is what they're saying. You know, We're tired of them too. I'm sick of Harry. I'm sick of all of them. <laughs> well, it's interesting because to me, and I've, I've said this from the beginning, I don't think King Charles has the respect of his people. No, look, it makes you wonder, okay, now if it was reversed, and you were going back in time or putting it in present time if it was Queen Elizabeth, would they, and she was getting her first note, Mm -hmm. would they have snubbed her like they're snubbing Charles? I doubt it. I doubt it very yeah, seriously. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Because, but the, but the problem is that we know too much about Charles. Yeah. Like, we know some of the things that he's done that haven't been up to par. Right. And so it's hard to win the respect back from the people. Yeah, I think what you have here is a situation where they don't, like you're saying, they don't respect him. They don't want English people on their money because they, they, they don't, you know, uh, you know, feel like they are part of the monarchy anymore. Yeah. And so I think when in doing so, though, they go, well, we want to do something with indigenous people because that's a, a hot button thing in Australia. And so you can't argue against that either. No. You're like, I don't want indigenous people. Why do you hate indigenous people? <laughs> They're the people that started this country, you know? Yeah. And so it's a win win for them who want to move away from Charles. It's great. My favorite thing is, and you said it so fast, but it went by, was uh, Charles in Charge. And it reminded <laughs> me of that old oh. Scott Bayo uh, TV <laughs> show. Charles and Charles. And it is, yeah. it's going to be just is comical. <laughs> <laughs> Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. And I came across this thing the other day and I had just read it in passing and thought, oh, that's interesting. And then I was at a Costco and it was like, oh my gosh, you need to test this out. And so I tested it out. Okay. So I read the thing and said, it's bad etiquette to eat a hot dog in more than five bites. And I'm like, bad? Bad etiquette. Yes, you should not eat a hot dog in more than five bites. Uh, And unless, though, there's the caveat, unless it's one of the footlongs, in that case, you have seven bites to eat it. That's acceptable. Wow. And so, obviously, you know the Costco hot dog deal? It's a footlong hot dog and a soda. Yeah. For $1.50. And I'm like, 
you know what? Let's put it to the test. <laughs> so I ordered up a uh, foot-long hot dog. I sat down there, got in position, and I tried to not have it altering the bite size that I would take. Um, so I started just taking bites, but I was taking slightly bigger bites than I think to make sure I could make it. And I almost choked twice. <laughs> to make it five <laughs> bites or seven? I was trying to make it uh, six. I was trying to shoot in the middle of those two. Wow. I, I, I ended up at eight. So I'm uncouth. I'm unetiquette. Uh, you know. Why is that bad etiquette? Like, yeah, because the... I don't put hot dogs and etiquette together. Yeah. Okay, you guys are questioning the wrong things here, okay? <laughs> the <laughs> National Hot Dog and Sausage no. Council said that real. it was bad. I'm not making that up. <laughs> they said it was bad etiquette to eat a hot dog a foot long and more than seven bites. So I went with it. I mean, what, what am I going to do? Question the <laughs> hot dog and sausage council? I don't want that on me. Yeah, but it just goes to show that the things we read or we see online we're like yeah is that really true exactly so i'm like i want to put it to the test and i know i'm not the only one i know you've watched well, a youtube video you may be the only one with the issuing to the hot dog the council. hot dog thing yeah for that's, sure. that's you for sure I, I i'm sure no one else has done that <laughs> but like you've watched a youtube video or you've read something and you, and you thought like maybe it was a life hack or something like you know what? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna test this out. I want to be an amateur scientist today, and I want to test this out. Now, granted, it almost cost me my life. I literally almost choked twice, uh, but it was worth it because I found out that I could not do it in seven bites. So totally there you go. What is your thing that you were like? I know it's dumb, but I'm gonna put this to the test. Eight five five. 33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. Now, Rock, you posted this on our Facebook too, right? I did, and this one is from Beth. She said, I saw on Facebook where you can make a weed killer out of vinegar, salt, and a bit of Dawn. Ends up my weeds just laughed and laughed. <laughs> so that didn't work out. I saw one that they were like, oh, uh, this will clean any shower like glass, and it was kind of like Dawn and vinegar, and it did not work either. So yep. uh, this Dawn vinegar thing is a myth. <laughs> right. And then Ashley, she said, uh, I read that you should have a lit candle when you chop onions. Well, my eyes still stung, and I accidentally set the print of the receipt on fire. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> so that didn't work out. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, Wally, we're discussing those uh, things that you saw online, and you decided you had to put it to the test. What's yours? So, we had a problem with mole cricket, and I was actually at church, of all places, and I was talking to my pastor, and he, he actually gave me this recipe at, uh, that you include ammonia, honey, and a about half of a beer, a malt liquor beer. He said it himself, and he he told me he goes, you know, I had I didn't believe it, but it did work. But he told me when he went to go buy it, he goes, you know, I had to go buy this beer, and I always had to put it in a bag because I didn't want him to think that I was drinking it. I know, <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Years ago, like beer bread was a big thing. You'd make homemade bread, and they call it beer bread. And like, I wouldn't go buy the beer for beer bread because I, I, it never fails. I run into somebody uh, like in the store all the time. Hey, are you Wally? And I didn't want to be like, yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, this is for bread. And they'd be like, sure. <laughs> Why do you have a 12 pack? It's a lot of bread, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Jess, you're up. What is that life hack or that thing you saw online that you decided to test out for yourself? Okay, so I saw this one on TikTok, and if you're cutting an onion. If you will put a wet paper towel next to your cutting board, your eyes will not water. Okay, now what do they say is the science behind this? Does it somehow attract the fumes? 
And something about the wet pepper towel being attracted to the gases and the onion and I don't know. <laughs> so, so just I just know it works. Oh, that was what I was going to ask. Did you try it out and did it work? So it did. Yes, I did actually try it out night before last and it worked. Okay, now you don't think it was all like psychosomatic, like it's just a total ruse and, and you, because it's there, you think it's working? No, because my eyes water if I even smell onions. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, well, there you go. Something to try. If you're making uh, something with onions for dinner tonight, try putting a wet paper towel right next to it and see how it works. Works for me. In my family, we kind of have a motto, and it's finish strong. And I wanted to instill the idea in my daughter from a young age that it's easy to start something, but it's harder to see it through to the end. But when you do, it feels so good. I started and finished two degrees at Colorado Christian University, and I'm so glad I did. So why not start your degree in 2023 so you can do more in 2024? Some of CCU's degrees can be completed in a little over a year. Like in the healthcare industry, you can finish your RN to BSN online nursing program with nine courses in as little as 14 months without changing your work schedule. Plus, if you started somewhere else and have not finished yet, make this your year to get it done. CCU has a generous policy for transferring credits from other colleges. In fact, you can even get a scholarship for transferring credits. So don't put it off another day, because when 2024 rolls around, you could be finishing up a degree or wishing you had started in 2023. Colorado Christian University is a nonprofit impact partner committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Wally-ish. So the price of store-bought eggs is at an all-time high. Like even fertility clinics, like, we don't charge that much for our eggs. Like, this is crazy town. <laughs> oh my uh, so if you love <laughs> eggs and you want to make sure you're getting the most of your money, uh, there's some egg tips here that are exactly what you need. Hey. Hey, there it is. You got to get one of those in. Uh, the expiration date on eggs uh, is suggested for how well they will taste like they'll be if you buy them before the expiration date they will be at their peak freshness but after that it tends to degenerate but they're still good after that well and there's a test too that i've seen where you can put okay. a, 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 an egg in a glass of water and if it floats i have this sinks. don't tell me the, don't tell the whole thing don't oh, tell the whole thing i don't I know what this. it means i'm gonna go through it oh, but okay. i have okay. this absolutely uh they do say though that uh if you buy store-bought eggs you need to refrigerate them immediately cold as part of the fridge that seems basic uh but like how long do you think you can leave store-bought eggs out before refrigerating mm. like a day uh too much they what? say two hours mm, they really? say if you wow. buy store-bought eggs you should refrigerate them within two hours or they'll I hatch no no they're <laughs> not gonna hatch we'll go over how eggs work later <laughs> I'm, and i can't even make fun of you because i had to google it one time <laughs> um uh, but no, they uh, they recommend that you do that. Now, when you see people leaving eggs on their counter, like all willy-nilly, mm -hmm. uh, like they're just flaunting how much money they have. Look, I got three dozen eggs out here. I'm loaded. Uh, those are like usually the farm fresh eggs. And if you want the most for your money, the farm fresh eggs seem to be the way to go, believe it or not. Uh, farm fresh eggs, they will uh, last, let me see, uh, unrefrigerated Farm fresh eggs will last up to a month just on your counter. And then after that, you can put them in the refrigerator and you can keep them for up to six months. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy town. That's the way to do it. Yeah, because they're not required to be washed or treated or whatever they, they do with the other eggs. But Betty was talking about your test for your eggs. Like, say you've got some eggs that have been in your fridge for a little bit. And you're like, ooh, I don't know. I'm past the sell date, but I think, I, I think they're good. Ooh. Here's what you do. Blech. 
You fill a bowl with uh, cold water, you know, enough to cover the egg. Gently put the egg in it. If it sinks to the bottom and stays on its side, it's still super fresh. If it sinks to the bottom and, and it kind of floats at an angle or upright, surprisingly still good. Just oh. not as fresh, but you can still eat it. Okay. If it floats completely, throw that one away. Okay. And that's because the as the shell uh, as the egg gets older, the shell gets more porous and air gets in there mm-hmm. and the air causes the egg to float so oh. you know it's no good anymore. So there you go, a little learned, science. Yeah, I learned a lot today. Yeah, there you go. Who who would have thought that from this show, huh? <laughs> Not me. Uh, so that's some money-saving tips for you because the Lord knows you need it if you are buying eggs right now because they are super expensive. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And a sign of intelligence is someone who can ask for advice. I have trouble with this. Like, I, I, I tend to think I have the advice, you know, and so I don't always seek it out. And I probably mm-hmm. should uh, different times for sure. Right. I found this article that stated that we're more likely to listen to the advice of friends and family than to seek advice from an expert in that field. Really? Yeah. So it actually has its own specific name. It's called social proof. And pretty much we're just... We're just influenced by the people in our circle, so we feel like we're um, we're encouraged by our people when we make the decisions that they told us we should make. It right. makes us feel like we're part of a community, and we d- instinctively we trust them and believe that they have our best interest at heart. Uh-huh. Whereas experts, they don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm super skeptical of people's intentions and motivations outside of my group. Mm-hmm. And so I could see how, yeah, I'd rather listen to somebody that knows me than somebody I think is trying to just upsell me on something, you know? Right. But another interesting factor is this, that later most would admit that they had wished they had sought out expert advice before making a big decision. What? You're kidding me. All the things that my wife tells me who did not go to doctor school, uh, <laughs> like, but she says like they are uh, like fact. Uh, that's not a good idea. I should actually yep. listen to a real doctor. Yep. Huh. That is weird. I, I totally see that. And I could see how social media or even the internet would make this even more prevalent yeah. because we're going to go to WebMD. Yeah. We're going to go to Facebook to seek advice, but it's not from experts. Okay. So people typically then go to their friends and family first. So here's what I'm curious about. Curious about. You went to your friends and family. How did that advice go? Like, what was the advice you took? And did it turn out to be bad advice? That's what this the study says. So I'm curious if you are part of that study, if you uh, like align with that, okay? So 855-33-WAY-FM. What is that last advice you took from a family member? And did it work out good or bad? I'm really curious about that. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. I asked a couple of people what last advice they got from a family member or a friend. Jennifer, she said, when I became pregnant for the first time, a co-worker told me I should start smoking so I didn't gain so much weight. Oh, my God. Are you are you kidding me? Like that's insanity. But like no. again, this is why you don't go to people because I think the the later part of that study said that people that went to their friends and families first ended up usually regretting it. Yeah, yeah, and that would be the case for Jennifer. Uh, Beth, she said, uh, I broke my toe. Like I super busted my toe. I was told I needed to walk on it to make it better. That that makes total sense. <laughs> I, there's not much you can do for a broken toe. You basically tape it to another toe, and the other toe is like, why are we doing this? 
why, why right. what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> right. And then and then you do you walk on it and and it kind of eventually fixes itself. Yeah. yeah. And then Darren, he's got some positive advice that he got. He said the grass is greener on the other side if you don't water your own lawn. Oh. So take care of your own lawn. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah, I do there like that. All right. So what was the last advice you got from a friend or a family member that you were like, okay, this is insane. This is crazy. Or maybe it was actually good advice and mm-hmm. you lived by it. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. Uh, we love having you on the show with us. It's super simple. Put that number in your favorite so you can get right through. 855-33-WAY-FM. Have you ever been in that situation, Rebecca? Yes, yeah, a grandfather, and he just kind of says the weirdest things. And my sister graduated, and I went to San Diego fundraising and doing things. And he sent us a link to an article of how to write a thank you note. Oh, like had he uh, helped sponsor you to go to San Diego and giving you some money? No, like it was just... He said, I thought this would help. So who did he think you should write a thank you card to? Everybody who had funded me. Mm-hmm. But it is important. There's a lost art of a note that really does mean a lot to people. I still tell my daughter, you know, to send thank you notes for auditions that she's been on or just other things professionally because so few people will do it that it stands out. Did you end up doing that, Rebecca? I think I did end up <laughs> using a little bit just to... <laughs> like satisfy him but i kind of i took my own spin it Mm-hmm. and did nothing (laughs) (laughs) right Lifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and every day right after the show, we uh, tape a podcast that you can get for free. Yeah, if you text the word the letters TWS to nine one nine seven nine, we can send you a link. That's TWS, which stands for the Wally Show to nine one nine seven nine. Now, here's where we'll go into like some deep stuff, sometimes some controversial stuff, but other times people on the podcast will ask us questions, and they run the gamut from silly to serious. But I really loved uh, this question here this one is from john he said if wally gavin and pastor chad formed a boy band okay what would be the name of their group and which member personality would each of them be i call the troubled black sheep with a past i'm the bad boy i've got the most no does ta- pastor chad has tattoos too yeah i think he's more than more. you yeah i think he does actually yeah Bigger i believe he's way more of a bad guy than you no i've done worse things it's than a him pastor. oh i know you have okay. but looking at y'all sure i would sure. say he looks more of like a bad guy than yeah you. what would gavin be he would be the tender-hearted yes. like the soft Sensitive. one Sensitive one. Sensitive quiet one. one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's put this in context of an actual boy band. Um, so must we? Yes, <laughs> we, we must. So he would be the tender one, which when NSYNC was young would have been Justin oh. uh, Timberlake. I would be the Chris of NSYNC uh, who just wanted to be paid attention the older to. One. Yeah, and just please notice me. <laughs> Let me get dreadlocks. Look, Will that make you notice me? I've got me? beaded dreadlocks in my head. Notice me! Did so, he really do that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. And then Pastor Chad. Oh, it's, 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 it's an instinct no brainer. Joey Fatone. He's let himself go a little bit. He's got the beard. You're going by looks, though. Like, yeah, but, but that's but, that, but I, I could see it. Like like Pastor Chad is fun. Like he's a nice, fun guy, and so is Joey Fatone. And I'm the one that thinks I'm going to get all the girls, but it's not going to happen. Uh, so <laughs> that's yeah. me. Yeah, that's yeah. Gavin's quiet. It's like the drummer that <laughs> shows like up. Sounds like a really lame boy. Oh yeah, it's you want to be our manager? <laughs> no. Yeah, come on, go on the road with us. <laughs> no, thank you. 
All right. Not only a lame uh, boy band, but probably a lame podcast, too. But if you want to check it out, uh, it's very simple. TWS is what you need to text to 91979. We'll send you a link. Uplifting Way FM. If you're a little sluggish in the morning, then news-ish is your speed. You burned your foot on a foreman grill. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. It's the Wally Show. What you got, Gavin? I've been finding that when it comes to being sick on a workday, a lot of people handle things differently. So... For example, because I know being sick on a workday, real quick. Well, th- that's what I was going to get to. I think that there's being death sick. Yeah. But for this conversation, let's go with you wake up with a sore throat, okay. a decently bad cough, some sniffles. What are you going to do? Go to work. All right. That's what you do. You, you're getting paid to work. Go to work. But have you ever considered the people that are going to have to be around you as yes. you cough and gag? Right, and that's why I would keep my distance. And now I could even wear a mask uh, because that's become more socially acceptable that's here true. like it used to be or like it is in uh, the East. Now, in the past, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm derailing no, your story. No, please, sure, Gavin, go ahead. But in the past, <laughs> Gavin, you, I mean, not Gavin, Wally, you have been sick yes. to the point where you have lost your voice. Yes. And yet you still will come in. Yes. Now, your job depends on you having a voice. And you have had in the past people of, of leadership who mm. have said, you know, we don't enjoy listening to you because right. you sound sick. Right. So please don't be on the air. Right. But, but that hasn't stopped you. They didn't raise me. My father did. <laughs> and so yes, my, but your father didn't also raise well, you to be stupid. No, he raised me to like go to work. You know, that's what you do. I feel like I can picture... Like each one of us having come into this building sick before, though. I feel yes. like every one of us has yeah. done it. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 up to your like your own discretion. Right. But I will think that there are times where we have come in, and I would think that most of us would agree, "You're sick. Please go home." Right. Whereas Wally is more like, "I will be here, and I yeah. will die in this place." I I, and I, I definitely I definitely am on the far extreme. But then I know that there are people that are like. You. Oh, I should probably call in today. You know, and then they don't come in. I'm not looking at you for that rock because I know you're not wired that way. You. But you do take more sick days than I do. Yes, but- because I don't. <laughs> I don't want to put y'all in detriment of what I got. But you, because I'm considerate. I'm sorry. That's that's no. It's, it's more detrimental. What you do to me when you're not here is more detrimental than me getting sick because I miss you that much and you're that integral to the show. That sounds like a you problem. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay, then you're not important anymore. No. <laughs> now it's a you problem. We need to replace her, Gavin. Well, I did actually see this poll that says that a little less than half of people do go to work sick. And I feel like this is you to prove it to people uh-huh. that they can still do it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then yeah. the other half said that uh, people think that it's selfish when that person goes in. I don't like that thought. Amen. No, I don't think yes, that at all. No. Because you're going to get everyone else sick. What if they have a child at home and Just they don't want them to get Stay away from me. We, we learned to get stay through Stay away from you. Yeah. We sit in the same room. And you and I never got COVID. You know, like, like we got That's because we have tiger blood. We, I know. But tiger blood doesn't work with it, a head we, cold. We got through the worst thing that, that was the most communicable disease ever and you and I yes. never got it. And it's like, see, like we can we can work it's because you know more than the doctors i do. do i did not go to doctor school but i just know i like look i i think i like everything there's a balance i know i'm not in balance on this but i'd rather be like off balance to the work <laughs> ethic side <laughs> than the i'm calling in sick because i have sniffles today side for sure my my father god rest his soul would lose his mind mm-hmm. if i ever called in like that <laughs> <laughs> You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. A 
uplifting way fm this is the wally show truly one of my favorite people that we work with pastor chad uh comes in every week and kind of gives us the update on the prayer wall things that are going on and we kind of what we can learn from other people's stuff and because uh, that's part of his job is to monitor that go through it and uh what do you got today pastor chad before we start the prayer request can you say that one more time because i don't think betty heard the the what person oh one of my favorite people oh, okay, uh, that we work you. with okay congratulations and it's crazy because i've worked with her for 15 years you've only been here a couple years and you've already surpassed her i love it i just gotta rub it in this morning yeah on the prayer wall this prayer request jumped out to me because this is the life that i'm living right now but it's 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 a mom praying for her teen and she just says this please pray for healing and restoration for my teenage daughter and her best friend They've been struggling in their friendship for the better part of the year, and I'm at a loss for how to help after trying many times. Please pray for open hearts and minds, a chance to listen and be heard, understanding by both, and how to prevent future issues. You never stop praying for your kids, and you no. want them to have good, healthy friendships because that makes their life better. Yeah. And I remember going through this with my daughter in high school. I Oh, man, alive. She had a problem with a girl at school, was on speakerphone with her at the house, and because Haley was new to this school mm-hmm. and I heard this girl say, well, you're just not like us. That's why we don't like oh. you. And I about came out of my <laughs> skin like I wanted to crawl through that phone and, and spank that kid because that's what she deserved, you know. Uh, but I did not And I didn't say anything. I had to let Haley mm-hmm. work it out. Yeah. But it was so hard to be on the sidelines because you just want to help. Yeah. And raising kids, I know in my situation, a lot of times I'm trying to encourage them to be gracious to other people that just because they hurt you once, this is an opportunity like this mom is saying for to listen and to offer forgiveness and opportunity for repentance. But I've also have a few kids who just love to cut people off. Like yeah. you hurt me once, I'm done, no no more. And so I get that. The, the lessons there are big and <laughs> that I, kid is still dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I, I want to point us to the scripture that number please, one please better do. idea. We do need good friendships. Proverbs twenty seven nine says the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. So good mm. friends are like they bring good things into our life when they are good friends, but we also need to teach our children what repentance and forgiveness looks like. Colossians 3.13 says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive uh, anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. It's so hard to, like, when you tell your kids, hey, you know, so-and-so's being mean to you. It's okay. They got stuff going on. Just forgive them and just pray for them and love on them. And then you come home from work yeah. and you're like, I swear, if I have to be in that meeting one more time with that person, I'm gonna, I am going to lose it on them. They are the worst. And you're like, oh, I get it. Yep. I should probably be modeling this. Yep. We need know? to live it out right in front of our kids. And it's even worse when they call you on it and will yes. say, hey, you don't think this way about fill in the blank you yeah. know <laughs> oh was that phil you don't like phil anymore oh no it's never oh, about our phil. engineer <laughs> what phil's great he's a great guy he's my second favorite person it's like you <laughs> and phil and and gavin ruth the janitor uh, yeah <laughs> that we don't know that weird guy that just walked by the window and then betty, and betty. <laughs> <laughs> hey if you want to uh, check out the prayer wall we'd love to have you do that just text the word pray to 91979 we'll send you a link 
uplifting Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And Gavin spends a lot of time on different music artists, Christian artists that we play, their Instagrams and things like that, looking for stuff for his TMI segment uh, on them. But you found one that I thought was really interesting from Bart from Mercy Me. Yeah, he posted a video where you kind of see him wearing these like goggles, and you're like, oh, what's up with that? He's flying a drone, and uh. it's the footage of the drone. And he said he posted it with a song, but then that got copyrighted and take down so he added sound effects that he's like this is always what i hear in my head when i'm flying my drone <laughs> i think we all kind of do this we have like an inner monologue or inner sound effect for different things like if i'm ever talking to betty sometimes and she says some country stuff uh and it's just adorable it's so endearing it's like i'll be listening to her and i'm i'm, I'm listening i'm all in but then i'm hearing this in my in my <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, I know. It's like ping tang ding 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 ding. Would you say I missed part of that, you know? <laughs> uh 35 Way FM. I'm curious do you do this? What is that thing you have a sound effect for or a soundtrack for in your head? When it's going on, maybe you're cooking and you have Julia Child's voice in your head. Oh, first we take the butter and we put it in, <laughs> you know, or whatever. I'm curious if you have this, or maybe Bart and I are the only crazy people. I doubt that. Very seriously doubt <laughs> that. The weirder, the better, too, on this. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. It's the thing that maybe you never want to tell anybody before that you have this inner voice, you know, because the minute you say it out loud, people go, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but you got one. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. So tell us now, Elizabeth, when you're doing something, what is the soundtrack or the sound effect going through your head? Okay. I'm sorry if I start laughing. All right. It's not me. It's when I'm at the grocery store and, you know, people are pushing their carts to try to quickly get across, get across to the cars, you know, their crosswalk. Mm-hmm. And whenever they do it, every time I see somebody because we have to stop it, you know, by law, but they're just feeling like we're going to run over them. And all I hear in my head is... <laughs> See, I told you, we're not crazy. Everybody does this. You've got an inner monologue or an inner soundtrack. <laughs> yes. I do love how Elizabeth was like, like it was an option to run them down if it wasn't for the law. <laughs> like, she's like, you know, it is that pesky little law we have. <laughs> Time machine that you invented. Great Scott. Now I need your help to get back in time. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Christina, welcome to Flashback Friday, where you are going to take us back in time to a song, and uh, you just tell us what song you want to hear, and we play it, and it's kind of fun for all of us to go back musically. But before we do that, I just have to let you know that we're uh, in a rental time machine. We had problems uh, around 87 <laughs> with our last one, uh, and so this is a rental. Our other one's nicer, honestly. And it does have a weird smell, and we apologize for that, too. Well, sh- Gavin should be apologizing, yeah. but no, it's we a all rental. apologize. It's a rental. It's not me. No, put your <laughs> shoes back on, Gavin, please, okay? Uh, so, Christina, welcome to the time machine what song do you want to hear i want to hear it is finished 
by Petra. Oh, you are a woman of distinction and great musical taste. Betty Rock will probably hate this, but I love this. What year are we going back to, Rock? Well, plug it in to 1984. Yes! 1984 was the year that Michael Jackson had to be rushed to the hospital because he got second-degree burns Mm. when he was filming that Pepsi commercial. Yep, exactly. Christina, how old are you? 26. Wait a minute. 26 and you're picking a Petra song? Come on now. This is yeah. this story's Love getting Petra. even better. It's thanks to my mom. She she loves these songs. Now tell us why did you pick this song by Petra out of all of them? There's several reasons. Mostly it tells a crucifixion story really really well and also um the beginning of the song before the drums start there's a line they saw him cry in anguish when they heard the hammer pound. That's it. Yeah, because he goes up too. When they heard the hammer pound, it's a little oh, higher, uh, but so good. Greg X Volts, man, the guy was awesome. Ugh. And then um, I just like the second verse. They searched his face for anger, for vengeance in his stare. Instead of eyes that burn with hate, a look of love was there, and I almost started burst out crying because yeah. it's like I can. Either. That's the power of the gospel, man, because it makes no sense to us. And that line goes, and a look of love was there. It's very <laughs> dramatic and so good. And I know that the story, it is important. It's a great story. But it is very hard for me to take it seriously if that is exactly how they're going to sing it. Well, you just listen to it again. I'm telling you, pound for pound, you cannot put more scripture into a song than Petra. And this is a great choice. So, Christina, for you, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for a musical education for Betty Rock as we go back to 1984 with Petra. It is finished on Flashback Friday. Okay, thank you. In the heat of the early morning On a hill they call the skull The roaring of the angry mob Had settled to low All eyes were cast upon the man Whose hands and feet were bound They saw him crying I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face. And she was just happy to be there, just happy to be with us. And it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there. (laughs) Because of my sponsorship for Vivian through Compassion, I'm able to write letters back and forth with her. I'm now getting updated photos. And now I think she's even taller than me, which is crazy to think. But I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food, clean water, and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible. And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the Compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming, or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On The Rock Report. Hey, Betty. It's been 25 years since the release of James Cameron's Titanic. Yeah, he 
Everyone has to hit the high note. You got to hit it. <laughs> and ever since then, fans of the film have been vocal about their issues with the end of the movie. Jack and Rose, after surviving the sinking of the doomed ship, they swim to safety of a piece of driftwood until help can arrive. But supposedly, the driftwood is not big enough for both Jack and Rose, even though it does seem big enough to us as oh, yeah. the viewer. Rose is like, I'm sorry, but I need my space right now, <laughs> and like left him in the freezing water. Well, you're, you're, you're jumping too fast. So Jack, being the gentleman, he lets Rose take the full length of the driftwood with good her man. body fully man. out of the water, and Jack hanging on with half his body submerged, leaving him to eventually succumb to hypothermia and pass. I'll never let go. I promise. No, you're a liar. The last scene is you letting go. They literally show your hand letting go and him sinking. She lied. I felt lied to this whole time. So to settle the debate on whether the piece of driftwood was big or not, James Cameron did his own experiment. He recreated the scene with two actors about the same weight and size as Jack and Rose. They were put in the same scenario, including the freezing water. They were put on a piece of driftwood cut out to be the same as the original. The actors tried different positions to see if both could survive on the wood. And the final verdict was, there is a way. There was plenty of room for him. We all knew it. (laughs) Rose. When both bodies were on top of the wood, with only their lower legs below the water, they were in a position to allow for sharing body heat. Yes. And that would have caused them to be able to survive for a few hours together. Enough time. Before help could come. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So with all that said... She was like, my toes are getting pruney. Could you get off this piece of wood, please? <laughs> oh my gosh. Why is she always the high... She's the worst. High demand. Okay. Uh, with all that said, Cameron had to admit his faulty direction. And with hindsight being 2020, he publicly now wishes he had made the wood smaller. Ah, yeah, because then it wouldn't be a debate. Here's the thing I love about this whole story, though. James Cameron doesn't have to do this, but because it became this thing on the internet, he went into this and he went all in. I mean, mm-hmm. you 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 saw the video and stuff, hired the people, they did multiple different tests with it, yeah. and they really did it Mythbuster style. Yeah, they went to a lot of trouble. Yeah, they got a they got a, a tank of I mean, they did it like scientifically. And mm-hmm. I really thought that that was the best way for him to handle it. Instead of just like, oh, that's crazy. I wrote this thing and this has just happened. Yeah. And like, I love that he did that. It makes him far more, in, like, it makes him endearing to mm-hmm. the fans of, you know, the show, the, the movies that he produces. Exactly. So there you go. That's awesome. And again, for the record, she let go. Never <laughs> convinced me otherwise. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Some really sad news if you're a big fan of Bed Bath & Beyond. A bunch of their closers, uh, stores are closing as they're trying to avoid bankruptcy. Ten stores in Florida alone, uh, like where we are with Way FM. Uh, Boca's going down, mm. you know, Hialeah, Coral well, Springs. People are having a hard time finding employees yeah. that will stay. Royal Palm Beach. So if you've got those 20% off coupons sitting in your car, <laughs> you might want to use them quickly. It's very sad. It's very sad. Like, I always liked Bed Bath & Beyond. I didn't shop there a lot, but like Christmas, it was a great stocking stuffer place. Um, and then they always had as seen on TV things, like a section of those that I loved. Now, see, here's the problem, though. This is why they shut down is because of you, because yeah. you go, you're going there for small little stocking yeah. stuffers. And then the things you see on TV, well, you can go anywhere for that. Like Walmart has them. Target has them. Mm-hmm. So they were there for 
bed things, yeah. bath things, and beyond. Yeah. You only went for the beyond. Their problem, too, was they had uh, a deal on, like, this uh, espresso thing that my daughter wanted for Christmas. Mm. And I was like, oh, good. And I had found it online. And when I went into the store, it was a different price. And I guess it was online at this one store or something, and so they wouldn't honor the price. And I'm like, I will buy it right now if you'll just do it for this price. No, I'm sorry, we can't. I'm like, well, if you're going out of business. <laughs> Who was right here? You know. Uh, and so yeah, it is. It is Aww. sad. So, uh, so Betty was thinking, uh, there's got to be other stores. Like you would be super sad. If they went out, do you do you have a store, Rock? I do. It's not a department store, but it's actually a restaurant. What is it? Uh, fast food chain. Crystal. Crystal. Oh, is it really? Yeah, you love yourself. Some I Crystal. love Crystal, and it's not something you can just get anywhere. You know, like I don't know. You can get sick can pretty get, much anywhere. No, <laughs> you can get burgers anywhere. You can get chicken nuggets anywhere. But Crystal, yeah, man, they have things that you can't get anywhere else. And if they close down, yeah, I'm in a world of hurt. My store would be Marshalls. If Marshalls closed down, I would be so sad because that's where I get all my shirts. All oh, your flower t-shirts. My it's it's it's, it's a, a a brand called Denim and Flowers, and I love their shirts. <laughs> and so like they're all these really cool patterns and stuff. So I always get those, and I never pay more than twelve dollars. That's the beautiful thing, and they look like expensive shirts. And so. Oh. No, they do. Trust me. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah. Nah, they're nice shirts. Uh, <laughs> nice enough. And so they, uh, like, I would be sad. I used to be a Kohl's guy, and then Kohl's lost their mind. Kohl's forgot who they were. Like, they stopped having things on sale, and they tried to trick you with, like, uh, instead of, like, you know, like, before they would have things that were free, and now it's always just, like, you buy one thing, and you get half off the other. Like, come on. <laughs> Coles and TJ Maxx are not on my list. But that's not what this is. No, that's not what this is. Those I would like to go under. Yes. Uh, but this is the store that if it went under, like what store is that that you would be really, really sad? For Betty, it was a food place. For me, it's Marshall's. What is it for you? 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. What is that store, Jeremy, that if it went under, you would be super sad? Harbor Freight. Yes. What is that? It is a great tool store. It really is. Now, it's a discount tool store. Like, I, for years, I never bought tools at Harbor Freight because I was under the impression, oh, you've got to spend the money on DeWalt tools and, and, and go extra big for quality. But I have since learned that Harbor Freight is a place where you can get tools that don't cost you a bunch, and they work great. And if they break, they're not that expensive to replace. That's exactly it. Yeah, I got a <laughs> framing nailer that I love there. I got a sander, a dust vac system. I am, I'm a big fan of Harbor Freight. So it sounds like you and Jeremy both, your worlds would end if they shut down. We'd have to spend a lot more money on tools and that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, that would not make my wife happy. So like you have tools that you love and you go buy. What is that for your wife that she is like her guilty pleasure? I would have to say anything kitchen oriented. Like where we used to live, there was this place that was the kitchen store and had everything, cooking stuff, dishes, different little gimmicky things. I do like those stores. Well, yeah, because you two prosper from that kind of hobby. Like yeah. if your wife enjoys cooking, yes, I do. you prosper from that. That's right. The store that like just baffles me is the container store. Like where oh, you can yeah. just go buy boxes and things. That's all you buy are containers. I know, but they love it. And it really, <laughs> when you think about it, isn't the store itself a giant container for containers? Mind blown. <laughs> 
Which store would that be? Books a million. I'm surprised there are even bookstores anymore, to be honest with you. Why? Because everything is online now. It's kind of like, you know, we have cable TV, or we used to have network TV, and we still do, but so many people stream stuff, you know? Mm. Like, books are just a thing of the past. No, no. Don't agree. (laughs) Why do you like a regular book versus a Kindle? Well, I do like my Kindle, too, but it's the smell. Like, there's nothing like the smell of a book, touching a book. I've heard a lot of people say that. A lot of bookworms claim that there's no better smell. Do you ever find yourself walking through Books A Million and just instead of reading books there and checking them out, just smelling them? (laughs) No, but there's nothing like the smell of the coffee at Books A Million and the smell of the book. Mm. Like it's, it's, it's peace for me. It's the complete opposite for Wally. That boy hasn't cracked a book in no. decades. I have been to bookstores before, but I go straight back to the magazines because there's <laughs> lots of pictures. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and Betty Rock has had this story that she's wanted to do, but I keep pun- bu- uh, like pushing it and bumping it and stuff like that. Uh, probably because I think it might land too close to home. <laughs> it might but, be triggering for you. Yeah, I'm emotionally stable enough today to uh, handle this, <laughs> I think. Yes. So this article I found talks about the Napoleon Complex. I'm familiar. Okay, Poli- Polish scientists, they found that short men, mm-hmm. quote, may actually be evolutionarily hardwired with confrontational behavior. Wow. Mm. Now, that include what do you think confrontational behavior insists in, in of? Well, it includes psychopathy. What? So a psychopathy, so a lack of empathy mm-hmm. and antisocial behaviors. Okay. Narcissism, Check. which Check. is self-awareness, <laughs> self-centeredness, and Machiavell- oh. Machiavellian tendencies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the controlling of people. Manipulation in and indifference towards mortality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, three for three. <laughs> Batting a thousand over here in my Napoleon uh, complex. So those with these personality traits, they tend to be unhappy with their height. Oh, yeah. They, they also tend to be awesome. Um, Do they? Yeah. Scientists wonder if those with short stature, like Wally, yeah. are born with these characteristics to better enable them as a way to still compete in life's greatest challenges. Mm. <laughs> or do they get developed because of the height? Like, is it nature or nurture? It could be. Yeah. They found that when a man does not have an intimidating presence, yeah. like short stature, sure. they have to impose themselves in other ways, becoming psychologically intimidating. Yep. They do this hoping they come across as taller to others. Because I'm not a threat to anybody physically, and I, I'm well aware of that. Like, you know, there are people that I know that are just big, and they, like, will mouth off to somebody, like, publicly, and, like, if there's an altercation and that size helps you, mm-hmm. I have always had to just be funny uh, <laughs> and fast. Funny and fast. Those two things have saved my life. Uh, but it, but it's true. I do think there is something to the Napoleon complex. It's like you have a little chihuahua, and yes. that little chihuahua doesn't realize its own height, and and it, yes. and it will just go at something. Yes, because you are, while you are small in stature, yes. you are very loud. I'm big vocally. in personality. 
You are. Yeah. You are. And I think you try and do that to make up for the... The height. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Gavin, but Gavin's different. Gavin's also demure. Uh, <laughs> but wow. he's but he's not like as, as like outgoing as I like. Yeah. As I would say he I doesn't am. show as many psychopathic traits. They just don't show them. That's, That's right. That's true. Yeah. You could yeah. be having them inside your head. And sometimes this quiet ones That's are the ones the you worry That's the worst. That's the one you got to worry about. You guys should be scared. Yeah, I'm all bark, <laughs> no bite. It's Gavin and we ought to all watch. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that kid for a while. <laughs> Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our Aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And be sure to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.